don't try to avoid the no and like go running around in circles and taking this long convoluted path. Don't lie. Like there's so many people who go so far out of their way just to avoid saying no to somebody. Don't be one of those people. You are an amazing human being. You're a coach or expert who works hard to make a positive difference for your clients. I'm Joss Willard, and my mission is to help good coaches like you make great profits so you can live an amazing life helping the people you're meant to serve. This podcast is here to help with that. We'll be bringing you the information, resources, experts, and perspectives to allow your practice to make a difference, support the life you want, and reward you fairly and well for the impact that you bring. Welcome to Profit for Coaches. Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Profit for Coaches. I'm your host, Joss Willard. We say yes to a lot of things. We should say yes to a lot of things. There are a lot of opportunities out there. There's a lot of great stuff that is available to us out there if we will just say yes to it. But we also need to know how to say no. If we fill up our time and our attention and our limited resources by saying yes to the wrong things, we won't have the time attention or resources available to say yes to the right things. So we have to learn how to say no. Enjoy the episode. Real quick, before we get started, I want to make sure that the time you invest here is profitable. And the best way to do that is to make sure you grab a copy of the free ebook, The Four Must-Haves for a Profitable Coaching Practice. It's absolutely free. It's worth every penny. It outlines the four areas that every profitable coaching practice on the planet has in common. And thus, they're the four things that you must have nailed down in your coaching practice if you want it to be consistently profitable. So if you want an easy to understand, very specific tool that makes it crystal clear where to be focusing your attention in your practice and what you can safely ignore to ensure that your practice is consistently profitable and supports the life that you want to be living, go to ProfitForCoaches.com and download your copy of the four must-haves for a profitable coaching practice today. If we're trying to optimize the quality of our lives, which allows us to optimize how we show up for our clients in our businesses, we do need to be able to say yes to opportunity. We need to be able to look for, find, um, vet, and determine whether or not to accept opportunities and learn how to say yes to things that might make us feel a little uncomfortable or a little bit dangerous. Um, I've often said to people that when you're considering embarking on new things, as you might be doing as we get close to the end of 2021, you're looking on 2022 and trying to determine you know, how you're gonna set your goals for the year and et cetera. But if you're looking at new things, you're considering new things, I have often said that the best way to feel is that combination of very nervous and very excited at the same time. If you're nervous, it's because you know you're getting outside of your comfort zone. You're getting into a place where there's a possibility for failure. And failure is one of the fastest ways to learn. It's stretching, etc. right? You're, there's that potential for growth. And excited means, hey, this is something I really want to do. This is something I'm, I, I think I'm going to enjoy. I'm excited about the possibilities, etc. If you're just nervous, if all you have is negativity, if there's, if there's zero excitement at all, if it's just, this terrifies me and I see no good reason to do it, there's no possible good outcome or whatever, there's any number of reasons. That's not a good place to be. That's not a good feeling to have. Sometimes you still need to press through it, but often this is where we need to learn how to say no. We need to learn to say no to people who act like anchors or to people or opportunities or situations that 
are counter to our values. It doesn't necessarily mean that these are bad people or, or bad opportunities or, or things that wouldn't work for other people. They're just not for us. And if you think about the research that has been done and the, the surveys that have been done for people when they are at end of life, right? They're always asked, you know, what are your regrets? Do you have any, what do you wish you'd done differently, et cetera, et cetera. And very commonly that theme is that wishing that they had had the courage or had the conviction to say no to things that weren't as important uh, or that weren't aligned with their values so that they could have said yes to more things that were, right? And when we talk about building a red velvet rope, we talk about filtering your ideal clients through that so that you're only saying yes to, or even offering the chance to say yes to people who align with your values, who, again, their, their values don't have to be exactly yours, but they need to at least be going kind of in the same direction, right? So we wanna be able to say yes, as often as we can to the right people and the right opportunities and the right things. But in order to do that, we also have to know how to say no. Sometimes people want things from you or want to offer things to you that either you don't want to work with these people or the project or the opportunity doesn't resonate with you for whatever reason. And I'm not a huge fan of the word resonate, but it's overstated. But, uh, you know, sometimes you're just dealing with people who, you know, normally get along, everything's great, but just this one thing doesn't quite fit or you've made a change, right? So what I wanted to do today very quickly is sort of go over um, a few different ways that you can say no without basically coming across like a jerk or feeling guilty. Let's start with, with number one, and this is the important one. When you say no, mean it. You don't say no and then turn around and say yes. In Chris Voss's book, Never Split the Difference, he talks about getting to no uh, because this whole concept of getting to yes that has been taught in negotiations for decades now has actually caused us as a society to give false yeses just to get people to go away. We don't want to do that because we're not really being true to ourselves and we're getting used to being um, other than honest. When you say no about something or to something, it doesn't mean you can't change your mind later, um, or it doesn't mean that because you're saying no to one part of something that you're not saying, or that you're not open to saying yes to others. And we'll get to that in, in one of these other ways that I have to say no. But the first rule of, of all the different ways to say no is, is mean it and understand that sometimes you're gonna have to repeat yourself. Some people just don't know how to take no for an answer. We wanna smile, we wanna be polite, and we want to be okay with and open to repeating ourselves because there are a lot of folks that believe that if I just keep badgering you, um, and these often tend to be family members, if I just keep badgering you and just you'll, you'll eventually cave and say yes. So if you really want to say no, be prepared that you might have to repeat yourself before people understand that you mean what you said. So there's that. The next thing is whenever you say no, when somebody's offering you something um, or asking you for something, I try to say thank you first. Just because you say no doesn't mean you're burning a bridge or doesn't mean you have to burn a bridge. Now, don't get me wrong. No can be a one word sentence. It is entirely possible and entirely okay to just say, nope. If you don't care <laughs> about what happens after that, or if somebody just puts something in front of you that makes it very, very clear that your relationship with this person is done for any number of reasons, or it's just not a thing that you do, it just isn't you and, you, and just like, it is more important to get across that this ain't ever gonna happen. You can just say no. You don't have to explain it. You don't have to go further in. Um, you can also say thank you, no. But I try to start 
by saying thank you. Like, hey, thanks for thinking of me. Or, you know what? Hey, you know what? I appreciate the offer, but... And then we get into the ways that you can say no. So the last don't that I want to give is... is <laughs> Don't try to avoid the no and like go running around in circles and taking this long convoluted path. Don't lie. Like there's so many people who go so far out of their way just to avoid saying no to somebody. Don't be one of those people, right? Here are ways that you can say no. There's the ever popular throwing yourself under the bus, right? So you can do that. You can say, you know, hey, thanks for thinking of me, or I really appreciate the offer or the opportunity, but I feel like if, if I said yes to this, I feel like I'd just let you down, or I feel like I wouldn't be able to deliver the quality that you're going to need, or I, I feel like I would be overstretching myself uh, or overcommitting, and I don't want to risk saying yes and then giving you a substandard product or a substandard result. And I don't want to put either of us in that position, right? So that's one way to say no. Thank you. I appreciate you thinking about me. I feel like if I said yes to this right now, just with everything that's on my plate or with this other project that I'm working on or, or whatever, I just, I feel like I wouldn't be able to deliver the quality that you need. The other way or another way to say no is just, I don't do that. If someone's offering you something that you don't eat because maybe you are you're on an eating plan or you've decided that you are you're swearing off eggnog or whatever um say you know hey thanks i really i appreciate that it looks delicious uh, i don't eat that <laughs> or it looks delicious i'm avoiding raw fruit this year or i <laughs> i just don't eat fruitcake whatever the case might be right and, you know, again, going back to meaning what you say when someone's like, oh, well, it's just about, oh, you know, come on, just this one piece of fruitcake or, hey, it's just it's just one glass of punch or whatever. It's like, well, great. You know what? Feel free to have mine because uh, I, I don't drink that or I don't eat that. Right. Whatever that case might be. Another thing is going back to um, the I'm afraid I'd let you down. Or I'm afraid I wouldn't be able to deliver. You can tie that into a referral to someone else. Uh, or even if actually, you know what, even if it's not the, I'm afraid I'd let you down, or I don't think I would be able to deliver a way to say no can include referring them to somebody else. Um, you might say that there's somebody who's more qualified, or you might say that they're, um, this is their specialty, or this is a great specialty for them. Or it might be someone, you know, Hey, this is somebody that I don't do these things for myself. Uh, but whenever I need it, I go to talk to this person. So this is who I would refer you to the other thing or the other, the other part of it is, you know, we talk about the, you know, there are some people in this world that you're meant to help and others not so much. And the best way you can help them not so much is, is to refer them on to the people meant to help them. That's what this is, right? So you can refer people to other people. If someone is asking you to do something, you can say, hey, thanks. I really appreciate you thinking of me. Uh, don't have space for that in my calendar right now. Let me refer you to the best person I know or the person I think might be more or better suited to do that. That's if they're asking you to do something, they're volunteering, like they're like, hey, can I work with you? Whatever that case might be. But what if they're asking you for something that you can't do, but it's still in your ballpark and you don't, and you don't necessarily want to refer them to someone else? Well, you can offer something else. You can offer a different service. Uh, if if you think that that is in alignment with who you are and with what they need, right? So for example, I'll have people say, hey, I'd love to work with you one-to-one. -one. Can, can we work together one-on-one? -on -one? And I'll sit down with them. I'll go, well, um, uh, I can't work with you one-on-one -on -one for your the budget that you have doesn't cover that. But let me point you towards my group program or one of my other offerings that is a bit more in your price range or that is more focused on solving the problem that you need solved, right? Um, or if, for example someone's asking for it. Like, I can't do this whole project, but if you want someone to do the voiceover work, like I can't do the full audio production and writing of the script and et cetera, et cetera. But if, uh, if you're looking for someone to help out with the voiceover stuff, I can help with that, right? By proposing something else, the difference, the difference between referring to someone else and proposing something else is when you refer to someone else, 
you're you're basically passing the relationship on. If you propose an alternative that still involves you, you are still potentially building that relationship or strengthening that relationship, right? That's kind of how that works. Your options are, are basically throw yourself under the bus. If I said yes, I feel like I, I wouldn't be able to deliver. Refer them to somebody else, propose an alternative, or just say, I don't do that. Basically, keep it simple. Recognize for yourself the difference between opportunities and distractions. Know what your values are. Know what your mission is. And when something comes up that is a distraction or isn't in alignment with your values or isn't in alignment with your mission, be willing to say no and mean it. And you can say it as succinctly as no or no thank you. Or you can say it, hey, thanks for thinking about me. I really appreciate it. But I feel like if I said yes to this, I wouldn't be able to give you the, the results that you're looking for. Or I don't think I'd be able to do a good enough job. Or you can say, hey, you know what? That's not really something that I do. Be happy to refer you to someone else. Or, hey, you know what? That's not something that I do. Uh, what I could do here, though, for you is X instead. So there's a bunch of different ways that you can say no, still feel good about who you are, what you want to do, and it frees you up to say yes to the right things. Hopefully, you'll say yes to being here next week. That's it for this episode of Profit for Coaches. I've been your host, Joss Withard. To make sure you never miss a new episode, go to ProfitForCoaches.com to subscribe now. You'll also find all the show notes, resources, guides, links, freebies, and other goodies that we mentioned on the show. Plus, we've got some special bonuses there just for our subscribers. So to make sure you profit fully from this and each new episode of Profit for Coaches, go to ProfitforCoaches.com now.